Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Seek the New with me, your host, Alexa. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Oh, my goodness. Oh, wait, for what you may ask? Well, on the day you're listening to this, it is my birthday. That's right. Lord's willing, on the day I'm recording this, this Friday, February 23rd, I will be turning 23 years old. So thank you so much for your birthday wish, even if you just had to say it in your car. Maybe you're about to text me right now. I appreciate it so, so much. So yes, I was able to finally get ahead and actually record this podcast two days before it's supposed to be releasing Lord's Willing. And I'm recording this pretty late, but I have a very, very organized list in front of me about what we're going to be talking about in today's episode. So yes, I think it's going to be really, really seamless and I'll be able to get it done very, very quickly. Also, I just think it was really funny because as I was literally saying happy birthday earlier, I got a text from Chipotle that said, happy birthday or happy early birthday. Here's free guac on us coming and celebrate. And I'm definitely going to be using that because I love Chipotle and I love guacamole. And speaking of just the free things that, you know, I will be receiving on my birthday, I'm going to tell you guys a few really quickly, because if you are not signed up for, you know, birthday rewards, what are you doing? Honestly, because I literally, it's one of the highlights of my birthday, getting, you know, free stuff, of course, throughout the entire month of February, because some businesses are very, very, you know, good at what they do. And their marketing team is team is really just on their stuff. So they literally will send me coupons like sometimes the 1st of February. I know some of the ones that do that is like Texas Roadhouse. I think I get theirs probably. I think it's definitely by the end of the first week of February. I already have like a birthday reward for a free appetizer that I can use up until the end of the month. But just a couple of more restaurants so you guys, you know, know and you can go sign up for their loyalty rewards. Obviously, Chipotle, get you some free guacamole. You can do Starbucks and they'll give you a free drunk, a free drink on your birthday. Oh my goodness. Hope they're not trying to get you a free drunk. That's weird. Um, you can do Texas Roadhouse, Bat Daddies. They actually do an entire free meal for your birthday, which is something that Oh my goodness, I really love getting theirs. Um, Sunny's is actually another restaurant that will give you a free meal for your birthday. You can get a cake from Nothing Bunt Cake for free. Yes, I love that. You can get a free dessert from Olive Garden. Um, I will say, I don't, I think the last time I used my free dessert on my birthday from Olive Garden was when I was at, I was literally at the beach. I still remember this. I even remember what I wore. I had like black tights with a white shirt and it had a cheetah cross on it <laughs> and I had my hair really curly and I went there for my birthday for dinner and I got that free dessert and I think that's the last time I've probably used my, you know, birthday rewards there. But hey, if I decide to go to Olive Garden soon, I will be able to use it. Um, You get $10 in rewards points from Express, which, you know, Rewards cash, always really great. 
You also can get 15, I think it's 15% off for your birthday at Aldo. That's, you know, these are just places you can shop at now. You can get six free birthday wings. Now, I love using that from Buffalo Wild Wings. You can also get a free cup of frozen yogurt at Sweet Frog. Shout out to Sweet Frog. I really did. Now, I'm going to be honest. I haven't had Sweet Frog in a while, but I do love their yogurt. I actually used to work at Sweet Frog. That was like my first, um, you know, little job. You can get a free month on Hulu for your birthday, um, which honestly, I don't know if I typically take advantage of that. I should probably start. Uh, let's see what else. I'm also looking at my email so I can make sure to tell you everything that I can get, that you can get. Oh yes, you can get a free dessert from Cheddar's. Um, Cheddar Scratch Kitchen, they have really, really good mac and cheese. I've already told you about the Texas Roadhouse. Oh my goodness, I just found this one. <gasps> you can get a free dessert from, um, Longhorn too. Wow. I gotta save that one. I'll definitely use that. Mm. And is that all that I'm signed up for right now? No, you can get a, wait, let me see. You can get Macy's Perks. It looks like I have a coupon there. I also have a coupon for Abercrombie where I can get 20% off a $75 purchase. That's cool. I get a free, wait. Mm. No, I don't get a free dessert from Capital Grill. <laughs> but they did email me telling me happy birthday um, and telling me that I can come in and get a free table. Oh, and you can also get your little birthday gift from Sephora. Panera Bread. Looks like they have something. And you can get, it looks like you can get another dessert at Maggiano's. So that's really nice as well. Anyway, that was just a little spiel on some of the things you can get. I know there's so much more. I think you can get a lot of stuff from Dunkin' Donuts and like Baskin Robbins. Um... Oh, wait, not Baskin-Robbins. It's the ice cream. The ice cream place that's typically attached to Duncan. Is that Baskin-Robbins? Hmm. I don't think it is. But honestly, I don't know what it is. And I'm not really going to look it up right now because I definitely want to make sure we have enough time for today's episode. So definitely just go online, kind of check out where you can get coupons for your birthday. But if I were to tell you which ones to take advantage of, definitely go do the Bad Daddy ones right now. The Bad Daddies, the Sunnies, and the Nothing Bunt Cake because, yes, I love burgers, I love barbecue, and I love cake. And, of course, with that, you just have to make sure you're enjoying what you're eating in moderation. Of course, it's 80-20 people. So, yes, I'm just going to have a great time, Lord's willing. And now let's jump into today's episode. You guys, I'm going to be telling you the 22 things I've learned at being 22. And, sure, there probably are people listening to this. I know this because of my analytics. There's people who are older than me. Um, listening to this episode and some of you, only some may say, you know what? I'm not going to listen to this because I know everything I need to know. I'm, I, you know, I'm, I'm way wiser than Alexa because I'm a lot older, but listen, there may be some things that you've forgotten and I could be here to help, you know, remind you of that because I'll tell you right now, as I was writing this list earlier of the 22 things I, you know, the 22 things that I've learned this year. I spoke to Joshua and I said, hey, please help me, you know, kind of, you know, figure out some of the things I learned. Okay, because 
sometimes, you know, we don't think about certain things that we, you know, new things we've tried. And oh my goodness, I'm so glad I asked Josh. He really helped me realize a lot more of those lessons because he's actually been with me. And so, yes, I'm really, really glad that I even consulted him on things that I learned uh, because there were some things that I did. I mean, little things that I've forgotten about. And I'm like, oh my goodness, I definitely have to write that down for you guys. But without further ado, let's just jump into today's episode. So the first thing that I have on my list that I learned at 22 is it's never too late to start or it's never too late to restart something you've always wanted to do, something you've always loved. As you guys know, if you do follow me on social media, I've spoken about it on the podcast in past episodes where I restarted ballet at 22 years old. And this has been something that I have dreamed of doing for a long time now. Um, you know, at 21, I had said, you know, I really want to, you know, retry ballet. I said at 20, I'm pretty sure. I think probably since the end of high school, I've been saying at some point I want to retry, you know, I want to restart ballet. And I never took the jump to do it because I was honestly, and I think about this now and I'm like, really, Alexa, you were, you know, which I mean, it makes sense. But now I'm just so confident in just going for it now, just, you know, trying to really chase after my dreams and do things that, you know, bring me joy and that I've always wanted to try, but I never have just because I've been thinking about what people think. And that's what hindered me from doing it all those years was because I was just thinking, well, people say I shouldn't start, you know, after 20 because I do wish to get into point. And if you, you know, if you're in ballet, if you know about ballet, um, if you watch the Nutcracker, it's those shoes that they're wearing, that's point ballet. And I would really love to start point, but they tell you, you know, you shouldn't do point after a certain age. They say right when you're, you know, after 12 years old, typically if you're not already started in point, it can be really bad for you and you shouldn't do it. And I've actually found that since starting back in ballet, my feet are still super, super strong. I have very, very strong feet. And you can actually get started in ballet even at 20 um, and even in your 20s because I'm just 22 right now. As When you're listening to this, Lord's willing, praise God, I'll be 23 years old. Thank you, Jesus, for another year of my life. Even where I am right now, thank you, Jesus. Um, but there's been people older than me who I've seen started on point recently at 26. I follow a girl on YouTube. I believe her name is Veronica. I recently, you know, started being subscribed to her, but I love her page thus far. And she just gives me a lot of inspiration as well. And not only with ballet, because that was something I restarted, but things, you know, it's never too late to start. If you have a desire to do something and, you know, you just want to give it a try, but you're afraid of what other people may think, um, just try it. Now, of course, if you know it's something that's, you know, not safe, not good, maybe let's not try that. <laughs> but if you're just, you know, kind of worried about outside opinions, about people bullying you and picking on you and laughing at you, just go for it and you'll be super glad you did. The second thing that I have on my list, you'll never believe who helped me figure this one out. I learned that I have the best husband ever. And... Josh was really, he was like, wait, are you really going to write it down? But I was like, actually, I am going to write it down because yes, I did get married when I was 21. I got married in sep on September the 2nd of 2022. So I had September, October, well, October, November, December, 
January, February. So I had about five months, you know, to experience having the best husband ever, but now experiencing having the best husband ever for an entire year. Um, it's been incredible. Josh is a really, really amazing man of God, and I'm just so blessed to have, to have him in my life. He takes care of me. He provides for me. He protects, and he really is just a really strong man of God who I'm really grateful to have, and the Lord has really blessed me to have a man like him, so I'm so grateful for my husband, and I can't wait to see what he got me for my birthday. <laughs> Because I obviously don't have it yet, but I'll show you guys um, when I get his gifts. Best believe that. And so, yes, going into number three, the third thing I learned was, I'm trying to read my handwriting. Oh, yes. So this is something that I, I saw a post about this on social media and it literally hit me and I was like, whoa. And this is not something obviously that it was kind of like, whoa, you didn't know that. But it was something that I've just become more mindful of. And it's that it's our first, it's our parents' first time, you know, living and being alive too. And the reason I say that is because there's sometimes um, with, you know, everyone, I, I look at, I may look at my parents at some point. It's like, come on, like, you got to have it all right. You got to have it all together. You're like, you're my mom. You're my dad. Like, I, I'm looking at you for everything. But in reality, it's our parents' first time living as well. It's our parents' first time experiencing life. They're coming across even, you know, as they get older. Because something that also hit me is that I'm about to be 23 not only am I about to be, you know, 23, but that means, um, praise the Lord, I've been able to, the Lord has been able to sustain my life and get me through 23 years, but also my mother has grown 23 more years. And that's something when you really start to think about that, it kind of just makes you want to cry because that's something we don't think about. Like, yes, when it's my mom's birthday, praise God, my mom is going to be 43 this year. Uh, because I'm 23 and she's 20 years older than me. So she's going to be 43 years old and I praise God for her life. But you don't typically think about it in the aspect of, whoa, I've gotten 23 years older. So is my mom. You know, so is my dad. And when I just saw that, it just helped me to really realize that parents, they don't all, they aren't, you know, always perfect. And in the sense that they may not do everything correctly, not even, you know, I'm not even talking about in the sense of from parent to child, but even in literally little things like making food and, and you know, getting the directions wrong. It's like stuff is like, oh my gosh, mom, like, are you serious? You didn't know to take that exit? <laughs> um, and yeah, that's just something I've, I've had to be more mindful of because when you really think about that, it just makes you so much more appreciative and so grateful um, for your parents and you just want to love them so much more because just as we are experiencing new things in our life, there are a lot that they're experiencing as well that's new to them and they need to be shown that grace just as we expect our parents to show us a little bit more grace as well. So number four, I learned about marketing and I learned a lot of marketing strategies. I added a little bit of negotiation into this because there were sometimes, you know, I was messaging with influencers and it's like, we'll give you this 
as long as you give us this. And they were like, well, maybe we don't want that. And I was like, well, maybe we can do this. You know, I did what negotiating was in certain ways. <laughs> um, obviously, I will give a shout out to my husband because as we were talking about this, he's like, but I'm the best negotiator ever, right? And I was like, yes, you are. Because that man, I just told you earlier, I'm blessed to have him. I know if, you know, if he had to negotiate for me to get anything I wanted, he would win. Because he cares for me and he definitely, you know, he'll do, he'll write down everything he needs to write down to negotiate perfectly to get all the points across and to make people want to give him what he wants <laughs> and want to give me what I want. Um, but yes, back to the main thing. I learned marketing strategies and at the end of 2021, wait, 2022, yes, 2022, I quit my job at Wells Fargo um, and I was going to be managing Josh and I's business and this was something that, again, I didn't go to school for business and marketing. I went to school for music and holistics, which I love, um, but I did have to learn a lot and I will say it's difficult, you guys. Running a business is not always easy. There's a lot of inconsistencies. Um, but then when you have those moments of consistencies, there's so much fulfillment. And then knowing that at this moment in our lives, I'm, you know, doing a lot of the marketing for us. Josh and I both are. And we've just had to really learn and grow. It's been very, very, it's been really incredible to kind of see our business growth and even our growth and confidence for, you know, what we do for the business and how we're able to share about what we do. It's really, really incredible for us. And number five with that was building a website. I was able to build my Distilled Vocals website on Squarespace, obviously before I was 22 years old. Um, but I actually built a website pretty much from scratch when I was having to rebuild Josh and I's website on Squarespace because they actually took away the template changes. So I first learned there and then we literally had to migrate all of our information to Spotify, not Spotify, oh my goodness, <laughs> to Shopify recently. And yes, first of all, let me give a shout out. Our new website is up on Shopify, um, SaturnAbespoke.com. And Joshua and I both did that. Like, and that is something we take so much pride in now. Like I take so much pride in that because you guys, it is not easy building websites. Like kudos to people who do that for a living entrepreneur, you know, people who went to school for entrepreneurship and, you know, small businesses and building websites because it is hard. It's hard not only just for the, um, you know, the cosmetic effect of it, like what people are seeing, but also knowing how to build a business, how to manage a website um, and how to be able to, you know, market that website all of that. It's very, very difficult. So kudos to everyone who does it. Um, if you're a small business owner, I totally, I, you know, I just wish you the best in your business. And I'm just here to let you know that you're doing great. You're doing great because there's sometimes where it's like, man, should I be doing this? Like, is it really working? Like I put in so much effort and it doesn't seem like you're, you know, you're, you know, getting all that you, you know, sewn into. But the blessing, you know, is going to come. Keep being faithful. Keep working hard. And in Jesus' name, I pray that you see a lot of growth in your business as well. So now for number six, I learned about content creating. I'm kind of just on my technology settings um, and social media. 
So yes, of course, this year was the year, and I'll talk about this a little later, um, with me just being confident. I literally, you guys, this this year for me was really, really, I'm going to say life-changing in a lot of ways. It was my first full year of being a wife, which I learned so much um, about being a wife and you know, working and striving to be a good wife, which is something I still have to do. The Lord really has to further mold me into the uh, the wife that I want to be. Um, but then also I gained so much confidence this year. Yes. And that's something that I'm really glad I've been able to kind of, you know, come into that confidence really early on. I'm, I'm going to say come into it again, because as growing up, I feel like I was pretty, pre- I was pretty confident when I started dealing with, again, go make sure you listen to my testimony, because during that moment, I was not confident in myself at all. And I felt very fearful of a lot. And so being able to really, which was by the help of the Lord, because literally my trust is in him, my faith is in him, and I find my worth in Jesus. And I think it was so great that Josh sent me a text today that was just so amazing. Um, he really encourages me a lot and uh, he sends me a lot of encouragement and a lot of um, facts about the Bible that I didn't know, like facts about scripture. And it's just amazing because he was talking about the word worship today and how worship is, it comes from basically two words, which is worth and ship. So it's basically saying how we find our worth in Jesus and Knowing that coming, you know, becoming more confident in that this year that I find my worth in Jesus, I'm more confident in myself and what I can do because I know the Lord is on my side. And um, so, yes, I'm so grateful for that. And just getting, you know, back to number six, actually being able to not care what other people think. I know people laugh at me still to this day, you know, for even doing something like the podcast, because that is something that is a part of the content creating that I did. And I'm so, so, so incredibly proud of myself that I've been able to manage that consistency um, in doing this. And I did it not caring about what so-and-so thought, not caring about getting laughed at, because at the end of the day, this is my life and I want, I don't want to, you know, live with the regret of, man, I really wish I could have did that, but I didn't want to be picked on. And so, yes, I'm just so glad that I have that confidence to be able to do, to do stuff like that. So yes, I learned stuff about content creating and social media, obviously more recently. And I think I have this on there, so I'll get to that a little later as well. Oh wait, it's actually the next point. This is perfect. I think I did this literally to lead me right into it. So with social media and content creating, I learned about the importance of consistency and not even just for social media, because of course, consistency is great in social media. It helps your interaction, but it also helps you to know, just create your niche. But in everything, being consistent, it's so important. Being consistent with getting up on time so you can get to work early being consistent with reading the word of God, being consistent in prayer, being consistent in cleaning your home. Um, You know, I'm not talking about deep cleanings, but I'm talking about in just little things here and there. I told you guys in one of the, again, I think, which episode was that? Um, 
I'm going to have to go listen or you guys help me listen because in one of the episodes I gave, no, it was my life, like my hacks video, um, or my hacks episode. But I told you guys, if it takes two to five minutes to do, if it takes less than two to five minutes, or if it takes two to five minutes, just do it, knock it out right then and there because you won't have to worry about it later. And that is stuff that you will literally thank yourself for. So just being consistency in every aspect of our lives is really, really great for us it's worth it and I know at some points you're like man I don't want to do it but be consistent because you're going to see a lot come from that yes so now for number eight I gained a lot of biblical wisdom this year Uh, when I was really genuine um asking the Lord to reveal things to me he did and I'm really grateful for those moments that I have and I pray in Jesus name that um, I'm praying this for me right now, obviously at 22, but definitely going into my 23rd year, I want to really be able to hear from the Lord, um, more. And I'm going to say this in 2022 as well, as well, well in 2022, oh my goodness, <laughs> in my year of being 22, um, with dealing with the biblical wisdom, asking God for the things that we want, the things that we desire and, I've saw the blessings of that specifically. I'm going to talk about um, like the spiritual gifts, things that I've asked the Lord to give me. And I know that he is, you know, further working on me in that. And of course, it's wisdom to be able to really have revelations and understanding of his word. But also like the prophetic ministry, it's something I definitely want to gain more wisdom about. I want to be able to experience it. And it's something that I asked the Lord to pour out on me even right now in Jesus name help me God um I'll never forget last year I prayed for the Lord to pour out the gift of like the the gift of prophecy on me and the very next day after praying that prayer I had a dream that somebody in our family was pregnant and I texted her and I was like I think this may be the year you're gonna get pregnant and she had texted me back saying um she, what did she say? Oh, yeah. She was like, baby blank. I don't want to give this out because I don't. I, OK, I know this. I'm pretty sure this person is going to be listening. And if she is, hello, I love you. I hope you're doing great. Hope the baby's doing well. <laughs> um, but yes, I don't know if, if she'll be comfortable with me sharing that, sharing her name. I think she actually I think she will, but I'm not going to just because I haven't asked her yet. <laughs> um, but yes, I remember that. And I was like, Wow. Thank you, Jesus. I think this could be the start of something. And since then, even this year, I did have certain dreams that I definitely woke up immediately wrote down. Um, And so, yes, this is something that I need every year. More biblical wisdom from the Lord. But I really do feel like, um, yes, the Lord definitely helped me get through some things and helped me learn some things in his word. Um, Not think. I definitely know the Lord did. Even right now. At 22, in this present moment, I have been consistent with reading the Bible in the morning. And I'm, I'm serious, you guys. I do. I First of all, I follow my Bible planning app, which we're actually doing the read through the Bible. And I've been so consistent in doing that in the mornings. And I try to do it before anything else. Sometimes I end up forgetting and I'll be like, oh, man, let me get off of this. Boom. And I'll do it. And it's really, really been a blessing to my life. So I recommend everyone do that as well. 
Now for number nine. Yes, I learned how to make bread and sourdough. I love baking. I love baking bread. When Josh and I first moved into the house, that was one of the things I was like, I'm going to be a bread girl. And I definitely have made some loaves of bread, okay? This year, I want to be able to branch out into making more desserts, kind of scones, muffins, really nice cakes, because I would love to get into decorative cake baking. Um, so yeah, we'll see what comes of that. I need to, you know, actually look up some supplies and not just talk about it, but I need to be about it. But yes, I would love to do that. But yes, I love making bread. Number 10, I learned to grow celery, like little harvesting. And I put little harvesting because honestly, I learned also how you could grow. I'm sorry if my mic just cut out. I put my hand in my face. I learned how you could grow carrots as well. Um, Josh and I have been going to the farmer's market a lot. So I had a lot of leftover veggies when I was prepping them for the week. And so, yes, I learned how you could preserve a lot of, you know, lettuces and basil and cilantro. And I also learned how to grow more celery. And I actually did grow a few stalks of celery, but I didn't ever, you know, harvest them when I needed to. So they all ended up rotting. But hey, I learned how to do it. I learned how you can do that with carrots as well. And I also learned how you could do it with potatoes. Like, let me tell you guys this really quickly. If you have a potato that's been in your cabinet for a long time and it's started to sprout, you guys know that sprout I'm talking about. It's kind of where you may even think it smells and you're like, oh my gosh, let me throw this away. Take that potato. These can be sweet potatoes or regular potatoes and put it in the ground and magic can happen. I learned that from Allison Bickerstaff on YouTube. She's one of my favorite YouTubers. And yes, her content is creative, incredible. First of all, her content is incredible. Definitely go listen to her. And so, yes, she spoke about that, and I'm going to try it. The next thing, speaking of harvesting, is number 11. I learned how to harvest and roast. Oh, my gosh, not roast. Harvest and dry rosemary. Um, we have a ginormous rosemary bush in our backyard, and I love using that thing in bread, but I also learned how to harvest and dry it. So I do have a little mason jar of rosemary um, in my kitchen right now. And if you're ever looking to try rosemary, let me know. Because, well, we have some. And also, I'm going to add this because I don't have it written down, but I learned how to actually prune rose bushes and I learned how to, I'm going to say harvest um, or cut for hydrangeas because we have a beautiful hydrangea bush. We have two rose um, kind of bushes in our front yard, even though the rose bushes are not rose bushes yet, but they do bear roses. <laughs> but our hydrangea like bushes are they thrive and so I learned how to proper to properly prune those and cut those when I want to have some hydrangeas in the house you have to make sure you do it right above the sprout so more sprouts can come in um so yes that's something awesome too and number 12 I learned the importance of trusting in God as I told you this earlier when I talked about my confidence my trust my faith in the Lord has strengthened so so much you guys like I can honestly say this with all of my heart and mean it I trust in the Lord so much I trust in the Lord with all of my heart and I have faith that he can really do anything um and I believe that you guys anytime I feel mo and uh, wait mm, I'm gonna say this I'll preface it with honesty as well 
almost all the times I've had pains, this is dealing with healing now, almost every time I have a pain, there has been times where I'm like, I may think something else like, man, I just need to rush to get medicine. I need to rush to do this. If it's bad enough, I don't recall. I don't at this moment, I don't recall those moments, but I'm pretty sure it has happened. But I can honestly say that at some point it will hit me, Alexa, just pray, just ask God to heal you and I will immediately do it. And I typically always feel better from that. Now, of course, there are some times where I will still feel the symptoms of it, but deep down, even in my heart, I know, Alexa, this is not going to last long. Give, just, you know, be patient. Um, of course, if you need to take something, do what you have to do, but the Lord has already given your, given you your healing. And I just feel so, so much peace in that. Um, not even in just that financially with jobs, the Lord, the way the Lord kind of worked out, like a lot of my job situations was just nothing but the Lord. After I quit Wells Fargo, as I told you guys, I was going to be managing Josh and I's business and a friend needed help. I was there to help her. But then that was also a blessing to me. And the Lord, I think the Lord knew that I needed, um, you know, a companion, but also that made a way for a lot of financial blessings for us. So yes, just trust in the Lord. And I promise the Lord will never leave you nor forsake you. That's something that I pray in Jesus name, even furthermore in this year of 2024, but also in this year of 2023, Lord's willing, when I turn 23 years old, that the Lord will just help me to increase my faith in him, increase the love that I have for him, increase the relationship that I have for him, um, that I have with him. And yes, help. If there's any unbelief in my heart for what the Lord can do in my life, I need help with that to help. help. I want him to help my unbelief. I want him to just search my heart. That's something I'm asking him right now. So I can make sure what I'm doing is pleasing to him, but also so I can really hear from him because yes, when you, when you have actually experienced what the Lord can do in your life, you will never want to go back to your old life. So yes. Now, number 13, this year I was just, I literally experienced God being so awesome. I'm just putting in it to, you know, in the right way right now. The Lord is so awesome. He is so awesome, always and forevermore. Um, he's the same God as he was back then over 2,000 years ago. He's the same exact God, the same God who gives heal, healing and salvation and love and joy to his children. And he loves us so, so much. And so, yes, I was able to experience a lot of um, awesome blessings, miracles from him. Really, And number 14. Oh, yes. I'm so glad I wrote this down. I was able to experience more students and learn more from vocal coaching um, and being able to catering to new needs for each student. Because even though I have, you know, I've had distilled vocals for a while, I've had that kind of set up. And I apologize if you're hearing some noise in the back. The water's running right now. Um, but yes, I was able to have more students this year. This was a year that the Lord even made a way for that business to, you know, be a huge blessing to me this year. 
and I made relationships in that, you know, with people who I really care about. And I was able to learn how to do vocal lessons with students who were, you know, little kids, but then also older people. And yes, that's been incredible for me. It's the dynamics is totally different, but I love it. I love it so, so, so much. Um, and in Jesus name, again, in this year of 2024, I pray that that business is just blessed as well because it's something I truly, truly love doing. So if you do need vocal coaching, a little self promo, I do virtual classes, but also in-person classes. You can search me at distilledvocals.com. Also, oh my goodness, as the longer I've been talking, I've realized how tired I am right now. But I'm going to get through this for you guys. But I will tell you, it's 11.02 p.m. So you guys, I am doing this for you. But more importantly, I'm also doing it for me. So I won't have to record even later on a Thursday night. But let's just continue. Um, number 15 now. I've. Oh, yes. The importance of family, specifically grandparents. And being able to spend time with your family being able to spend time with your grandparents, you guys, again, going back to what I said at the beginning, this is also our parents, our grandparents. This is their first time living on this earth, you guys. Um, and again, that's something when you think about it, it can make you emotional because I, for myself, there's been moments I've thought, well, you know, my grandparents, they pretty much, you know, they pretty much know it all. They, you know, they went through life. But the reality is they're still living. Praise the Lord. And in Jesus name, my grandparents will have long life. I pray that over them um, a lot. I pray that over my entire family, me and my husband constantly, that in Jesus name, the Lord will give us long life to recount the deeds that he has done for us. But that's something that I constantly have to remind myself, like Alexa, yes, your grandparents have, you know, they're older. They have went through their life. They're not in the same place that you are, obviously, because they've already experienced most of what you've been through, or if not all of it, then, you know, some of it, you know, you've probably experienced some of the same scenarios, but guess what? This is still their first time living as well, and they want to be able to, you know, um, spend time with their family, spend time with their grandchildren, enjoy their life and their, you know, older ages, and yes, that is something... Please do not forget, call your grandparents often, call your parents often, and it's something that you would literally not regret. I've, I want to be able to cherish their life with them. It's so important to me, um, but not even just for my grandparents, for my mother, for my sister, for my dad. I was able to reconnect with my siblings this year. And it was so, so special to me. When I say my siblings, I mean my little, my siblings from my father's side or from my dad's side. Um, and yes, I have a little sister. Well, she's not so little anymore. She's 18. But then I have a little brother and I had not saw him. And I think it was, it's definitely been over 10 years. I reconnected with my other little sister um, as I was about to get married, but you know, our relationships have grown and it's just been so incredible to be able to really have that relationship with them again and to be excited for the future. And so, yes, that is so important to me. Also, even with my husband's family, 
Um, it's just important to, yes, make those connections with people. People move away. But guess what? Call them. If you have family who is out of town, call them. I promise they would love to hear from you. Some of them may not even act like they don't even want to talk to you. But guess what? Deep down, they are so thankful and they're probably really, really grateful. They probably needed to know that somebody was wanting to check up on them. So, yes, the importance of family. Next, I'm not, this one's going to be short, but yes, I learned more about business taxes and starting a business, you know, secretary of state kind of stuff. Woo, it can be a lot, but hey, we'll get through it. And next thing I learned was that friends are important. Number 17, friends are important and the people you know is important, Okay. Um, I don't mean this in the sense like, oh my goodness, it's just all about who you know. But in, but in, in another sense, I'm like, in some, in some, I mean, it's not, it's sad that it is this way because in some ways it is all about who you know. But then in some ways, if you know that person, it's good. So it can be a blessing. Mm. But yes, friendships are important. Make sure you contact your friends as well, especially, you know, treat your friends like family. Those who are really co close to you, those good friends who you've had for years, um, even if those friendships have, you know, kind of gone, you know, in the opposite direction, but you wish to have that friendship back, try to get the friendship back. Just take the step. And yes, number 18, this is to be, I learned to be more content with where I am and with what I have. Um, this is something that I really, I, in a lot of ways, I need the Lord to help me with this in many ways because there are some times where I'll be thinking like, man, I'm not going to obviously give the specifics, but, okay, I'll give one specific. <laughs> so obviously with social media, there's sometimes where I, I may see how people are living and the things that they have and I'm just like, man, I wish I had that when in the reality, I don't know what that person deals with. I don't know what they had to do to get that. And when I put all of that into perspective, how, first of all, Alexa, you are so, so blessed. You have an incredible home. You have a car that gets you where you need to go. You have an incredible husband and you have an incredible God who can do the impossible and who is with you every step of the way and who literally wants to give you hope. He wants to give you joy. He wants to give you life more abundantly. And he gives you even more so just the things he can give me tangibly. He gives me peace. He gives me joy, but he is also God sent his son Jesus to die on the cross for me and my sins so I can have salvation. So I don't have to be a slave to sin. And the same thing, you know, when I look at some things and I'm like, man, and I don't feel content, I think about that stuff and it's like, whoa, I have Jesus. And I really, I literally, I seriously think about this stuff because there is sometimes, let's say with money, because I think we all at some point get like, man, I just wish I had a little bit more money. I wish I had more money to do this. Boom, boom, boom. And there's literally been times where I've thought, man. Look at their car that drive. Look at that car they're driving. I wish I had that car. I wish I had the money to all the money to buy that car. And it could be like in a really, really expensive car. And then I'll literally think, wait a second. First of all, 
I'm so grateful for the car that I do have because some people don't even have cars. But also, I wonder if that person knows Jesus. Because they may not know Jesus. And if they don't, then at this point, because I do pray that they do find Jesus, that car would mean nothing if I didn't have the Lord. So yes, and you have to think about, you have to think about that stuff. If that's, okay, I'm not going to say you have to, but I really do encourage you to really, when you get to those moments, think about the goodness of God. Think about how good God has been to you, but also think about literally the goodness of God, your relationship with him. You don't know what somebody else is going on. You know, you don't know what's going on behind the scenes of somebody's life. They could be super duper sad and depressed and they may not have that joy. They may not have the peace that the Lord gives you. And that's a blessing. So, yes. Now, number 19, I learned to, yes, invest in good quality pieces, whether this is clothes, whether this is, you know, socks. I mean, I know socks is a clothing item, but you know what I mean? Purses, um, food, good quality food that you have, good quality pillows. Listen, of course, don't go into debt for what you can't afford to buy. That's the first thing. But if you do have the option to buy a good pillow, and I'm so sorry if you hear the water because Josh is currently showering. (laughs) I'm just going to put that out there. If you hear the water, it's because my husband's showering. If you have the money to buy a good quality pillow, buy the good quality pillow rather than the $3 one. Because I'm telling you, I've had the $3 one. And I've had a good pillow. And the good pillow is a good pillow. And it's more expensive for a reason. And you will be grateful you bought it. (laughs) Um, That is something that I literally have to think about now. And even right now, I love the pillow that I have. But I have been eyeing this pillow that I've seen Um, like a lot of advertisements for, and I think it's like a $150 pillow, but they always have it like 70% off. And I'm really considering buying that pillow. It's, I believe it's a cervical pillow. Um, my mom's a chiropractic assistant. Um, I should probably ask her if she has another recommendation for a pillow. And I'm sure she does because she uses a cool, like triangular pillow. But yes, that was just an example, but definitely, Take the time, maybe even save more to buy good quality pieces so you don't always have to be changing, you know, having, you know, it ruins and you have to buy another one and you're always having to just constantly spend money when, hey, if you would have just saved and bought the good one, you probably wouldn't be spending as much money. Um, But yes. And for number 20, I learned just to really make sure we're prioritizing our health right now. There were some times um, that I ended up having to go to the emergency room, mostly out of anxiety and fear. It is something that the Lord obviously still has to help me with today. And a lot of the times I was going to the hospital, like when I was thinking I needed to go to the hospital was due to anxiety. But then it also just helped me realize how I really need to prioritize my health because if I'm prioritizing my health and I know that I'm healthy, I shouldn't be worrying about What could be wrong with me? I need to go to the doctor to get it checked out. Now, of course, granted, if I have a pain, you know, if there's something that needs to be wrong, of course, go to the doctor when you need to go to the doctor. But if you just start kind of getting like a health anxiety because you don't know if you're truly healthy, then there's ways to fix that. 
And even, and I say this, even though I went to school for holistics, I love doing non, I love, you know, maintaining a low toxic lifestyle and hopefully, you know, trying to strive for a non-toxic lifestyle in my home. And I like eating healthy. And so, yes, I know about eating healthy. I know about how important digestion is for you. Um, you know, do as I say, not what I do type of things when I'm talking to people sometimes. And hey, yes, I know I shouldn't be eating all this cheesecake from the Cheesecake Factory, which I meant to say this earlier. They do give you a, a free piece of cheesecake if you're signed up to their loyalty program as well. But listen, if you're doing what we need to do for our health, if we're exercising, if we're eating correctly, you don't have to have those kind of moments of, wait, why am I kind of having this health anxiety right now when nothing's wrong with me? And if you don't have that, great for you. I've experienced that before. And the Lord, yes, helped deliver me from that. And there's still times where I need that deliverance now, not just for my health, but just for anxiety, period. And the Lord can give me that deliverance. And he always rescues me when I'm feeling those ways. Um, yes. So now number 21, be kind and love everyone. It's hard. Sometimes, sometimes it's easy. Sometimes it's hard. But what I will say is I was on that. I told you guys I was on a poem class last week and in that poem class, they talked, uh, we were supposed to do a poem about loving the body of Christ, or it was just supposed to be about the body of Christ. And immediately my mind went to loving the body of Christ in the sense in the Bible, it says that if we, this is a paraphrase. How can we say we love God if we don't even, when we haven't even saw him, but then say we don't love our brother who we see him every day or, you know, whom we see every day. How is it possible? And this is something I have to tell myself a lot. Alexa, how can you say you love God when you feel that, when you sometimes feel like you don't love this person? Now, of course, none of us are perfect, so I know why why I have those thoughts. It's the flesh. But being able to, you know, for the Lord, being able to let the Lord do what he needs to do in my life which is still something that, yes, I need to work on because there's sometimes I don't want to be kind to people. I don't want to, um, you know, show everyone kindness that I feel they don't deserve. But the Lord has shown me kindness. The Lord shows me so much grace that I don't deserve. And so I should be willing to do that for others because, you know, if I want to, if I say I love God, I need to love them too because God died for them too. And that is somebody who God loved enough to die for. Just like me. I'm not always perfect. That person is probably not always perfect. But hey, we just have to show kindness to each other. We never know what each other are dealing with. Um, and that's something, yes, I know I learned it, you know, of course, I've known that since before I was 22, but it's something, it's always good to remind yourself just to be kind, be kind to one another, like Ellen DeGeneres says, <laughs> um, at the end of every show. Well, I think her show has stopped now, but you know what I mean. Um, and number 22, let me pick this up. Yes, number 22, this is going to be one of the, you know, the last, this is going to be my last thing that I learned at 22 for this episode. Because you guys, I just did 22, but obviously I learned a lot more. Like, come on. Um, but what I have as my last thing is to just never, 
ever, ever give up. Never give up on what you want to do, your dreams. Y'all, you can do it, okay? I'm here to give you the encouragement. If there's something that you've been thinking about doing, you can do it. And guess what? When you do it, if you fail, never give up. The Lord is beside you. He won't let you fall. And if you do fall, because, wait, let me rephrase that. The Lord is beside you. The Lord is beside you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. There are some times we have to fall. And we, you know, we have to go through the desert. And God allows that for us because he knows he's right there with us. And we're going to come out stronger. He didn't leave us. He didn't forsake us. Um, He didn't let us go through this because he doesn't love us. But in fact, he let us go through it because he does love us. And he knows that that's going to be a testimony and that's going to grow our faith. And we're going to be able to share that with other people, share the gospel and bring people to him. He did it for his love for us because guess what? We have Jesus Christ. And, and yes, I know I made that spiritual because that's something I think about when I think about not giving up. I'm like, I'm not going to give up because I know the Lord did not bring me this far to fail. That's stuff I think about. But not even in just that a- aspect. Mm, no, I think that's one of the only aspects I can give. <laughs> like, of course, I can say never give up on your dreams. Keep trying. Even if you fail, always try again. Your past doesn't define you. But one of the biggest things I have to support why you shouldn't is because the Lord is right there with you. And so, yes, um, I encourage you to seek God. Seek what he wants for your life. Ask for guidance. Ask for wisdom, revelation, and understanding from him. Um, And yes, if you don't know Jesus, seek him. Seek him, believing, believe in him with your whole heart. The Lord loves you and God sent his only son to die on the cross for your sins because he loves you so, so, so much. And he wants a life full of joy and hope and peace for you. He's given us the gift of salvation for free. Just accept him into your heart. Repent and be baptized in the name of Jesus and live according to his will. You guys, I hope you all have an incredible, incredible day. I hope you have an incredible rest of the weekend. I know you guys can tell that I'm a little tired because my voice, I can tell my voice has gotten a little bit more kind of groggy-ish. I think that's the word I'm looking for. I'm not really sure. But yes, you guys, I'm just going to say it again because when you're listening to this, it is going to be my birthday. So... Happy birthday to me. But anyway, yes, you guys, I hope you have an incredible rest of the day, rest of the weekend. Good morning, good night, good evening, whenever it is you're listening to this. And thank you so, so much for seeking the new with me, Alexa. Toodles. Toodles.